Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. I like Gruden, just because I think he's, like, annoying, but I, I like him. He's just so all over the place. No, we call this a fucking uh, Blitz, Blitz house. Did you see that play? That was wild, man. That reminds me of the time I went to Myrtle Beach when I was in college, man. Man, this this guy, this guy, his name was Salan. Salan, man, he's wild, just like that play. The best is Tony Romo, because... He's with Nance, right? Tony yeah, yeah. And Jim Nance is like, so Tony, what's going to happen next? And Romo's like, well, he's going to drop back, take three steps to his left, look over his right shoulder, and throw the ball 17 yards to a receiver waiting with open arms. <laughs> and it's like, hey! and it, it, that's exactly what happens. And Jim Nance is like, good call, Tony. <laughs> he does it every time. Yeah. I don't want to be like, well, Tony, how come you know everything? And when you played, you would throw all these interceptions. Like. <laughs> he had to have won a Super Bowl, right? No. Never no. won a playoff game. He won a playoff game. I, I don't think. think they did. I don't I think don't Cowboys know. won a playoff game. Oh, my God. I don't think they won a Oh, I'm – no, 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 because he held the kick when they played against Philadelphia. He did for the kick, yeah. And then he – because that was his job. Seahawks. Was it Seahawks? Seahawks. But, oh, you're, yeah, yeah, and he flubbed the kick. And That, that was like his rookie year. Yeah, because that was his job because he was the backup. He, right, because he had been the backup and he became the starter. Yeah, and then he was in there and he flubbed the kick. Yeah. That whole story made me think about Dan Marino and Ace Ventura. Laces out. <laughs> Laces out, Dan. Yeah, I'm sure that was uh, a lot of people were thinking that because he probably felt like a total fucking idiot. He did win a playoff game. Yeah. He, ne- he definitely never went to the Super Bowl. but For some reason, every time you kept saying, um, fuck, Tony Romo, I was imagining uh, Troy Aikman in my head. Oh, he won several Super Bowls. Yeah, I was going to say he won. Yeah. But did he beat us in 95? Yeah. That was Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman versus Neil O'Donnell was a little bit of a mismatch in the quarterback department. You know what's funny is, um, so Neil O'Donnell went to University of Maryland, and um, I was in the gym one time, and uh, they were showing like highlights of Steelers. That's when the Steelers went in 09, and they had all these highlights going on. And I was like, oh, Neil O'Donnell, what a bum. And there was like this monster dude. We called him the Grinch. Because on leg day, he stole He was all... Neil O'Donnell. <laughs> he stole all Christmas. No, no, no. Uh, on leg day, at the gym, he would steal all the weights and put them on the sled to do, like, his leg press. So his nickname was The Grinch. So it was like, it was like Father Rick in the gym. Uh, yes, like Do you ever see Father Rick? Uh, yeah, but imagine... This guy was, like, shaped like Father Rick, only... He was like two feet taller than Father Rick, but he was, <laughs> he was Neil O'Donnell's not a short bald priest. He was Neil O'Donnell's center, so he like you know Neil O'Donnell's fingertips were like touching his balls like on a weekly basis. I he guess mad at you for saying Neil he got mad. He got mad. He was like, "You don't understand. Like he's really good." No, blah blah. He's like, "You know, if you're a Steeler fan, you should really appreciate him." And I was like, "No, I appreciate him." I was like, "Yeah." But he threw the ball to the Cowboys three times in the Super Bowl, and we lost. Yeah. So. Yeah, what are you going to say? That's to the Grinch? I might say it's to Father Rick because I'm looking down. <laughs> I'm not going to say. Not on, not on leg day. But it was like him and this other like monster who was like a total dick. And they would like throw the weights. Like this one guy actually like they were doing um, like the incline press with like 120 pound dumbbells. But they would like do it close to the rack. So like you'd have to like walk in front of them to like get your. To get like, swole? 
like, yeah, to get yeah. swole. But, but, like, they would get done, you know, and it's 120 pounds in each arm, so, like, they would, like, throw them on the ground. And once on the door, almost hit me. It's 120 pounds, like, almost, like, taking off your ankle. And I looked at him, and I was like, dude, what the hell's going on? He's like, well, you shouldn't be walking there. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, you look like a dick. I bet you wish they had the arc alarm there. I was just going to say. Adam is is a planet fitness guru. I I love it. I haven't been there in, like, months, but I'm trying to get back in But is it, like, 10 bucks a month? Isn't planet fitness, like, really cheap? Yeah, it's, like, super cheap, yeah. 24-7? Oh, yeah, everything. But isn't there, when they call it the judgment-free zone, isn't it actually being a judgment zone when you're saying you don't allow meatheads, you said gorillas there? Well, it's Isn't like what's well, well, it's like when people say I hate hate. Okay, that's what a double entendre is that is that what the term is? Double negative, double negative, double something negative, like that. Yeah, yeah double, double negative. Entendre. I hate hate. Well, apparently you don't, but he hate me. It's like the average <laughs> Joe's in dodgeball, except fuck you, purple cobras, you can't come. It's kind of like what they're doing, right? Am I, am I wrong? I don't know. I've never been there. I don't want the purple cobras working out next to me. That's so. fine. They but then don't say you're like all inclusive when you're saying, you know, judgment free. You know, they're all inclusive. They're all inclusive as long as everybody's inclusive. Everybody's got to be inclusive and not be an asshole. Like life. Uh, there was another guy who looked like uh, Dr. Cox from uh, <laughs> Scrubs. From Scrubs. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was funny. And it was funny because, like, whoever was in, like, the afternoon crew, it's like we would see each other, like, every day. But nobody, like, really talked a lot. Like, sometimes you would chat, like, very briefly in the locker room. But every now and again, like, everybody was, like, always talking shit on, like, the ones who, like, weren't there. And then the one guy I was talking about, I was like, he's like, oh, yeah, what was that guy's name? Uh, Tim or Tom? And he's like, you're talking about sleeves? <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, sleeves. It's like, what happened to sleeves? It was like, oh, he got a new membership across the street. Apparently, it's like $10 cheaper. I was like, why do you guys call him sleeves? And he's like, dude, never wore sleeves. Like, he like, oh, he cut the, cut the sleeves off of every single shirt that he had yeah. just so he could walk around. It's like, And they were like, yeah, and wasn't everyday arms day? And they're like, yeah, that's sleeves. Yeah, yeah, that's him. He's like, whatever. He's like, whatever. It doesn't matter. He doesn't need to be here. <laughs> I have a friend who never wears sleeves, ever. And, like, work. He's, like, wearing, like, not just the cutoff around your arm. Like, the one, the deep cutoff, down to, like, your waist. Like, all, every time I see him. Winter. He works in a greenhouse. So it's, like, 85 degrees every day where it's work. So I cut him some slack there, but. Sleeves, I like that. I'm, just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal that. Is he, is he fit or is he like? Yeah, oh. no, really, he is. Like, I probably wouldn't wear sleeves too if I was fit like that, but. Even in the winter, it'd be snowing outside. No sleeves. No <laughs> sleeves for sleeves. Shovel in the driveway. Shovel in the driveway. Hey, the 100th episode. Yay! The 100th oh, episode. Oh. 100. Yes. <laughs> we did it. You did it. How's it going, Adam? Uh, it's going great. It we- only took us 99 episodes of talking about total nonsense and BS to make it to 100. I mean... It's time to retire. They said some people said we'd never make it. Is I that think a Shania I said Twain that. song. <laughs> I, I I might have said that at one point or another. So they say uh, we'd never I think make I tweeted it. that. But here we are, one hundred episodes later, and we're joined by two of Four Your Distractions favorites, Pelak, Mike D, back on the show again. Thanks for coming on our special episode, fellas. It is an honor to be here for the hundredth episode. Yes. 
Thanks for rescheduling so I could attend. Right. <laughs> Mikey D. Mikey D. We do what we do what do. Hey, beer of the show. Beer of the show. This is a special beer of the show. This I've talked about this on the show, but we've never had it before. It is the New Cleveland Palesner from the pa- Platform Beer Company. I've been to this brewery in Cleveland. It's pretty cool. It's an old train station converted to a brewery. And this is this is a really light beer, not too much. I'm into like the IPAs and the really earthy tones right now, so this is very, very light compared to what I'm used to, but it's it's crisp and it's fun, it's easy to go down. It is a Pilsner, Pilak. It's half pale ale, half Pilsner. That blows my mind. What it looks like to me okay. is that they use the malts you would use for a Pilsner, so Pilsner malt, the hops you would use in a Pilsner, that's the uh, like kind of the earthy, grassy, but not you know, very bitter. But it's well, it's not very bitter, and I think they used an ale yeast. I think that's what the San Diego oh. Super is. That's why it's a little cloudy. It is, yes. right? So a, a pilsner yeast will ferment at a low temperature. All the yeast will drop out. It'll give you that really bright, clear yellow color. Um, and, and so that's my guess. So it is. It's. It, I was a little suspicious when I poured it because it's a little cloudy, but it's good. It's. It's exactly what. Uh, Scott's saying it's you know pretty pretty crisp, um, a little bit of like fruitiness from the hops that kind of sets it off from a normal pilsner, but it's good. I like it. I don't like pilsners too often. I just think they're too bland. I mean, you're like Miller Lights of the world and things of yeah, that nature. That's a real pilsner is different than a Miller Light. Okay. So a real pilsner is going to have more of like the German hops. And those hops will kind of pop out a little more. It, it'll be a little, or you know, they won't be the big flowery American hops. They'll be more earthy and grassy. Um, That's probably but, why I like it then. I like but that but a, a good a good pilsner is like a good summertime beer. You're thinking yes. of uh, what a beer snob would call an American adjunct lager. Oh. Which is like Miller Lite, Coors Light, Bud. They're Light. the worst. Yeah, the yellow fizzy beers. They're the worst. They're made with rice hulls. Um, they're not super hoppy, and they're 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 made intentionally to be bland. So they're technically pilsners, but if you um, if you go to a good craft brewery and order a pilsner like in July, you'll get a very different beer than a Miller Lite. Great, I'm, I'm glad because I was really down on pilsners, and I tasted this not having too high hopes, and I loved it. And now you've just restored my faith in pilsners, so now I'm I'm okay with like a. So, all right, ah. Uh, who wants to go first? Who wants you, to rate the beer first? You brought it. You go first. I will. And I'm going to give it a five. Oh, my God. Because I love it. <laughs> You're throwing them out like hotcakes, people. I love it. This is one of my favorites. And, you know, I went five. Making it rain. Making it rain. Five out of You know what probably makes me like it even more? I got a flight at this brewery, and they had a quadruple IPA. And I That's did a that. lot. It's too much. It might be. Yeah. It, I, uh, that's like, I had the little taster of it, and I felt like I was going to be standing on the bar if I drank a full <laughs> one. So then I went to this, and I'm like, hey, that went yeah. down really easy. So I really like this beer. I really had a fun time at the brewery. It's you, right by uh, right by Progressive Fields. It's like okay. blocks away from it, so it was a really cool place. I think you could like session this, too, because there's not that much alcohol in it. So you could have a few of these and hang out. Right. <clears throat> so you could kick it pretty good. The logo is pretty neat too. It's a really cool place. 
They don't have a. They didn't have a kitchen. There was no food, so they brought a different food truck in every day. So it was like a different menu every time you went. I really enjoyed the place. Yeah, it's cool. All right, Pilak. I would say a beer expert. I'd say this is a solid four. Mm-hmm. I think Mike's right. This is like this is a nice session beer. I usually like a little bit heavier stuff at this time of year. Now that too. now that it's getting cold, but this is a good beer. I like this. I I would drink it again for sure. I'm going to give it a four because it's crisp, easy, and refreshing. And uh, I read that right off the can. (laughs) So uh, thank you, New Cleveland. This was good. I I actually really do like this one. I like it a lot. I'm glad you guys like it. I thought you guys would be like, oh, this is too bland. Uh, You're right. It doesn't really fit the season we're in, but... This is the, it was the 100th episode. It guys. can be evaluated on its own merits. Right, right. <laughs> nice, Adam, nice, are you going to give nice. it a number, <laughs> numerical score? Or are you just going to Oh, do I don't that? do that anymore. You kidding me? <laughs> I don't judge people on numbers or anything like that. I don't judge. Uh, I have one question for the platform beer company. When you can the beer, where'd you hide the flavor? Oh. The, fla- the, the flavor of this beer is as bland as the label on the can. I said I like the label. I know, and it's bland. It <laughs> says, says a lot about you, apparently. <laughs> it's kind of contemporary. I like it. That's yeah, a, a little, that's a a little hipster word. If there minimalist. Is there's a, two hipster words if there was any. <laughs> it, was, so. it was kind of a hipster place. I mean, it was like a nano brewery. That's what the sign Yeah, said, I mean, if there is no kitchen and a different food truck every night, it's definitely it's a hipster totally place. totally hipster yeah. place, yeah. It, it tastes like dirty water. Oh, get out of here! Like, I, I think it tastes like dirty water. It's very watered down. I understand it's a light beer, but this Actually, is really you, light. When you say dirty water, are you referring to like whenever you used to play beer pong, like with the actual beer, uh, and like this, and like this, feel, like this the tastes like and like the wash cup? Uh, you hit the nail on the head. This tastes like a beer pong kind of beer. That's what this tastes like. Well, it's light body that you could play. This beer is like pong the beer it. you I mean, drink. It's just after, so crisp. This is like the beer you Easy. break out after everybody's already drunk and they're not going to tell any difference. This is that beer. We did cakes of natty light at the manor. Drink a lot of that. Or <laughs> on weekends when there were a little leftover from the party, we would go big with natty ice. Those were rough weekends. <laughs> yeah, natty ice is like the worst thing ever made. It was. That tastes like dirty water. This it must this taste is like <clears throat> natty ice then. Drinking a blender full of natty ice. On a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's calling off tomorrow? <laughs> oh my god. Hey, one hundredth episode. This is great. Hundred <laughs> episodes. So did you give it a number? You're gonna give I don't, it a zero? I don't give it I don't he rate stopped it. doing that. I don't judge by numbers anymore. So That's we've so been doing mean. this we've been doing this for a hundred episodes. I've come to an important conclusion. Adam doesn't like beer. <laughs> this isn't great. It's not good. I can understand why it's a light casual beer, but as, if I'm going to have to give it some kind of like judgment, then I, I have to rate it harshly. I don't, I don't like it. Well, no, I mean, you did have that one beer that you did like. But I think yingling. Was, you do like yingling? I love yingling. So you like yingling. That's me. Yingling's not bad. Vitamin it's Y. It's also not good. I used to like Yingling, but... And you gave this a perfect five, so, I mean, your judgment is not very sound at the moment. I give it a five because I enjoy drinking it, plus I have a good memory from the place. So, that scores extra points. Yeah, drink a shit- If you drink oh. a shitty beer, but you're getting head while you're doing it, you're going to give that a five, apparently. You've got give, a great memory from I that. I would actually agree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave PBR yeah, I, Did I give PBR a five? You, 
probably. I don't. Did we ever have? No, they gave it a four and three eighths, or somebody was. Somebody started giving out eighths. You're like, that oh, was that's, me. That's that was totally me. Yeah, he was well, being an PBR asshole. PBR is not like a good this, beer, but I just have so many. Eights. I have so many good memories from the Blue Ribbon that it got a higher score than I normally get. PBR. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a hipster beer, but like it never PBR, used to be. PBR is fine. Yeah. Compared to compared to Bud Light and Miller Light, there's like a little bit more to it. PBR is my favorite cheap beer. Yeah, PBR yeah. is fine. You get like twelve PBRs for thirteen dollars. <laughs> you did all right for yourself. Exactly. That yeah. I like Bud Light Lime. That's my favorite cheap. We one. know. Bud Light so Lime. are we judging quantity over qual- quality? Then is that what we're doing then? Price. Context is everything. For a bag for your buck. I'd yeah, say. you just said if you're getting ahead and drinking dirty water, it's five. <laughs> <laughs> I said this new. And I, yeah. No, I don't like it. It's... Yeah, that, I guess that would be the experience. I mean, because, like, remember that uh, maple stuff? What the, was that black label? No, black label. Oh, black label. We had that on the show before. Yeah, we had the black label on the show. Mm-hmm. I think in this very room. Mm-hmm. Black label's good shit. Reminds but, me. Is, I was saying, yeah, it was like, it reminds me of a time. Yeah. We used to get that shit all the time. Yeah, and that was, like, 12 bucks for, like, 40 cans. <laughs> it was 30. It was a Canadian case. Canadian cases are 30 instead of the American 24. Why? They just give you the extra six because they're Canadians. Metric. There you go. That's it. Metric. It's a metric case of beer. I love it. <laughs> that, yeah, that's pretty funny. So we've had some uh, interesting conversations on this show the past 100 episodes. We have, yes. There's been uh, talk of our trips to Canada. Yeah, I didn't listen to that one. I think I should listen to it. Yeah, or not. What, what, what you num- lived it. What number was that? It was like two episodes ago. It was like 99 or 98, something like that. We've talked about it a couple times. Yeah, that was that was a fun bringing up our, our Canada trips. Yeah, with Bob. Bob had a great time. Bob. Yeah, he did. Amazingly, Bob never makes an appearance when you're not on the podcast. So. <laughs> Bob lives in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Bob. You said you want to tell a story before when you had more people on the show. I did, but it's it's a story I've told on the podcast before. But it's a hundredth episode, so it's it's nice to go back and review. Hold on, things. where's the Dreamweaver button? Uh, I bet it's this one. Dreamweaver. That was so. Not bad. Are you guys familiar with my Charles story? <laughs> did you hear the Charles story? Did you listen to that episode? I listen to a lot of episodes. Okay. I want to. I'd like to think that I have the highest score of actual episodes listened to, right behind the uh, co-producers of the show. Well, there was a while there where I listened to, like every single episode like religiously as it came out, at least like the first thirty. So. Well, we're at a hundred now. So. <laughs> yeah, you find some motherfucker who's going to call in or write you an email or text or tweet and say they will listen to thirty episodes in a row that you're not married to, or getting head from. And, uh... Delaney of only. <laughs> yeah, let me get a, something out of your little package there. So, uh, which one's the Charles one? Sorry. So, oh, thank you. There's been a Scott lot of, got raped. There's been a lot of stuff in the news. Charles the Black Dude? Yes. Okay, I remember this. Do you know the Charles story, P. I don't think okay, I've heard I the want you to hear story. So, there's been a lot of stuff in the news lately about, uh, you know, sexual... You know, assaults going on, you know, the hashtag me too. I could put hashtag me too also. This is a serious thing. So, you guys remember after high school, 
I uh, I went down to Tennessee. I lived in Tennessee for a year. You guys remember that? Yeah, my, yeah. My, my Nashville family down there. Knoxville. 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 Lived in Knoxville, Tennessee. I got a job working at a bar. Those are different cities, right? Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I was working at a restaurant slash bar down there, and I was, you know, green as can be, nineteen, maybe twenty years old, coming from. Hermitage, Pennsylvania, a little podunk town where I grew up in. West Side, PA. And you just, you just don't know. You don't know the way of the world when you come from little, little towns like this. So there was this guy. His name was Charles. Chuck. Let me tell. Let me paint you a picture of what Charles resembled. He was probably six foot four, two fifty, solid muscle, maybe like the Grinch, just like monster guy, dreadlocks. He was a bartender where I worked. But he was a really cool guy. Like, we hit it off great. He loved hockey. A black guy who loved hockey. Who'd have thought, right? So he was. He had, like, tickets all the time. He went to see the Predators play. Fuck the Predators now, by the way. But back then, they were just the Predators. And he was telling me, he's like, yeah, you got to come to the game sometime. We'll go see the Preds play. We'll pick up chicks. He's like, it'll, it'll be great. So he's talking about... Picking up chicks and stuff. I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome or whatever. Fast forward a little bit. People from work were going to go to a, a bowling alley that had a bar. and Everybody was going to drink and bowl was going to be a good, good fun. Well, I wasn't working and I also wasn't old enough to drink. I was not 21 at the time. Going to go with everybody, but I would be the only one sober and not drinking. So Charles said to me, he's like, hey, my apartment's over that way. This is going to be great. Why don't you come over because I don't work, you don't work. We'll pregame at my house, and then we'll go to the bowling house so you don't have to, like, drink there. You can already be hammered. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. So I go I just, to his I apartment. I just took two two-hour tests, by the way, about sexual harassment because I go to school and I work at said school that I go to, so I had to do it twice, basically. And that is a big no-no, pregaming before you go to the bar. No-no. Bad things will happen. I, well, I, I, did, I was very uneducated at the time about this kind of stuff. Young and naive, you would say you're innocent. So I go to, I go to his place. He's making me all these crazy drinks. He's a freaking bartender. He had everything. Yeah, go ahead. He's just, like, I'm drinking screwdrivers. I'm drinking all these mixed drinks to the point. Watch the horrible film Cabin Fever, Eli Roth. Did you ever see that flick? I avoided it. Yeah, it, <laughs> because this, this movie is affiliated with the story, so now I can't ever watch it. It's a bad movie to begin with. It's like, it's like every time the movie comes on, he's got non-flash. We're like, no, Charles, no, no. So we're watching Cabin Fever, and I'm, I'm hammered. All right. Hammered. And I, the, I drove to his house. I parked my car. He lives in the absolute ghetto, the most horrible place in downtown Knoxville. So I think he might have slipped me something because I've been, hadn't been this drunk in a long time. Like, I was blackout. And you had an erection. I, I didn't at this time. So we're dri- we get in the car. We're going to the bowling alley. As we're he's driving, of course, there's no way the world is spinning for me. And he reaches over. Oh my god! And he puts his hand on my knee. And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he's like, "There's something I have to tell you." He goes, "I'm bisexual, and I like you." How does that make you feel? And your dick was like rock hard. No, there's no rock hard dick. About in this time. Part. I was. I've been playing the long con. I've heard this story a couple times. I just want to find, figure out when you got an erection. <laughs> we'll get to that. So, oh, God. 
I was just didn't know what to do, and I, I'm just like, well, I'm incredibly straight, so, and at this point, like, he's like rubbing my knee and stuff, like very sensually. I'm thinking to myself, this is horrible. So we finally get back, we get to the bowling alley. I go inside. There was a couple kids I worked. It was actually from Pittsburgh. I made friends with. They're sitting there already drinking. I go up to them like, you guys aren't going to believe what happened. I tell them the story. I'm like, yeah, we knew that about Charles. I'm pretty sure everybody did. We just thought you were, like, cool with it or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, I wasn't cool with this at all. So the whole time I'm, like, avoiding him, like the plague. I'm over there, and I keep, I keep like, feeling him burning holes in the back of my head as he's staring at me. The worst part is my car is at his house. So I have to go back with him to get my vehicle. And I never sobered up to the point where I, I almost got worse. I don't know what he gave me or what he put in that drink, but I was so gone. So we're on the way back, and I'm just like, this is it. This is this is how I get raped and killed. I, I just know it. Well, you don't have to die. Well, he's bi. He's not Dexter. I, I mean, he's... Valid counterpoint. Unless you kill yourself. I, I mean, he, he was just a massive guy. This is how I get raped and kill myself. He, see, like I said, I, did, I didn't know the way of the world back then. So we're getting back. You said you were in Tennessee. What state were you in? Tennessee. Tennessee, is Tennessee that's what I thought. Dateline, Tennessee. We get back. Done. And there was no way. There was no way I, I, I could drive. He's like, you know, if, if you're too drunk to drive, you can stay here. I'm like, nope. I'm fine. I'll be good. It was the drunkest I've ever driven in my life. I don't know how I'm so alive. So you slept in your car. <laughs> no, I, did. I drove home from I say, does the ghetto. This, does this connect to the nipple ring story? No, the nipple ring story. Is that how you live. fell asleep in ah. your car? <laughs> <laughs> after after thing, things changed me. There's a C engraved so, on my nipple ring. I don't know where it's from. So This is how I get my next nipple ring. Fuck it. It just, it just goes to show you, like, I had no idea. Like Adam said, you don't do that kind of thing. But I was just completely clueless because I didn't experience any of that growing up here. So you get like weirded out, like when people like people who you think are straight like make comments to you. Not anymore. Like oh, oh, like oh, you look good, and you'll be like, "Get away from me, Charles." I mean, if if this back then I was nineteen years old, I was like five ten, a buck sixty five, soaking wet. He was enormous. If he wanted to do anything, he would have. He didn't. But still, hashtag me too. How strong were his hands? Pretty massive, to be honest with you. I mean, like I said, I was I was not of sound mind, but they were just like completely overtaking my knee. Did he make you feel safe, comfortable, a welcome environment? No, uncomfortable, absolutely uncomfortable. Did he trap you on a boat, pull down his pants, and start jerking it, and say "see you later"? <laughs> like that, that that lunatic uh, Weinstein. <laughs> did you guys hear that story? No, I didn't hear I did that. Did not one. hear about the boat. Well, that was, I mean, well, yeah, that was the whole story. But this one model was just <laughs> like. I have heard about the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, well, yeah. Well, I mean, the model was like, yeah, I was sleeping and I woke up and he just came in, locked the door, just like pulled his pants around his knees and just like rifled one off and, and, and just like, 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 and then pulled up his pants and then he just like left. And like, I guess she like told people on the boat and they were like, yeah, dude, like he's like, same thing. Like how you told people about Charles. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, dude, everybody knows that. And she was like, no, like, he was firing them out. Was he in international waters? 
I don't know. He might have been. We're going to have to get a pirate lawyer in here. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, was my, that was my Charles story about how I was, I don't know, sexually assaulted. Well, I mean, that's like you were so like so intimidated by the situation that you chose to take your life into your own hands by driving home rather than like right yeah fear I, fear handy from charles instead so just but now you know no mike asked me the question has that changed how i feel about people like even just joking around no and, and if anything it's made me more understanding to the point where i don't care anymore like that happened, and I was completely caught off guard. Because to me, in my own little bubble here, that that, that does that thing doesn't exist. Like, you don't experience it does, but you don't think about it. I mean, besides the couple people we knew growing up, you didn't you didn't have that here. It's you forever. Yeah, hit me forever. <laughs> That's yeah. rough. That was yeah. That was um, fucking Jackbird. <laughs> <laughs> Jack must have been like six, and he was still a dick. <laughs> Jack's been a dick. Jack's trying to convince. Are we recording now? Jack's a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's trying to convince everybody to go to Charleston, South Carolina for his bachelor party. I know. He talked to me about it. Scott, got, Scott got the invite. He won't go. And what we try to convince him, we're like, I was like, Jack, I've been to like a million of these, and the ones that are the most fun are the ones that are like local. And they're like four hours. And there's a boat involved. Yeah, my yours <laughs> was like somewhere between seven and 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny though because uh, for the longest time. I got lost in the casino for three days. <laughs> and you were still at the craps table when I came. <laughs> well, that, that was a blast. Well, the, the worst part about it was. Um, I drove up from Maryland uh, with my one buddy, Simon. Sure, Simon. <laughs> Simon uh, drove up, and then he and my brother like kind of hit it off, and then they both like blacked out together. But it was funny because uh, he was wearing this like really stupid shirt with like these like big thick like horizontal bars. Like horizontal stripes from like 1985, and uh, Dominic, Dominic goes up to him and he's just like, he's like, hey, is your girlfriend let you wear that shirt outside of the house? <laughs> and he looked at him and he's like, give him this weird look. And he's like, I'm just kidding. I know you don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, fuck you. But then, but then, like at the end of the night, so like. We were on this boat, and it was... Uh, what kind of boat was it? It was the Gateway Clipper. Who else was on the boat? Everybody. Well, we're not can't, we can tell the whole story. Okay. We tell, like, 90% of the all story. Right, all right, Well, we could tell, like, 70% of the story. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so it was, like, it was, like, 150 bucks, and it was, like, all you can eat, all you can drink, and then we got strippers to come on the boat oh that's not part of the story that we can't <laughs> that, that makes it that's 70 percent of the okay part yeah i mean i mean yeah I mean, it's a bachelor party we had strippers and then they had this like mutant troll with them it was like at their, this point the audience bodyguard. wants to know what is the other 30 percent like jesus christ well you can use your imagination and then for each one of your individual hot dealers, dog or hamburger oh, yeah <laughs> so i mean we're out there and we're just like 
doing a bunch of shots because, like I said, it's all inclusive. But it's the Gateway Clipper. It holds like 150 people, and I think we had international like waters. 20. Yeah, we're on the Monongahela for like an hour. <laughs> we left the tri-state area. You're like, oh, you are west of the 10th Street Bridge. Take off everything you're wearing, please, right now. Um, but no, we went. Yeah, we went through that, and and that was a really good time. And I was trying to fuck. I lost. I lost my train of thought. Take a the shot. Troll. The troll. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. Simon. Simon. Oh, Simon. Simon. Yeah. So Simon and my brother were doing all these shots, and we actually got on the boat um, at the bottom of the incline because we were over at. Um, we High- rode the incline down. We were at Station. Yeah, 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 Station Square. Yeah, because we were at Jaime's house. Mm-hmm. So Jaime had everybody over there for a barbecue, and then we walked down the street. You know, we caught the incline, then we got on the boat, and we had a great time. But they dropped us off at the casino. This is where it gets important. They drop us off at the casino, and Simon and Dominic are, like, holding on to, like, the only way that they are not, it's like Forrest and Bubba Gump in the woods, like, they have to keep their heads together so they don't fucking face plant off the concrete. So, <laughs> I'm walking in, and I hear, like, on the, the thing, they're like, um, yeah, we got a young man in a black shirt and a... Older gentleman in a large horizontal striped shirt. Stupid striped shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard him say that, and I was just like, I was like oh, that description sounds oddly familiar. And I turned around, and they're like holding on to each other. And uh, I, was, I was like, oh, I know them. And she was like, are, are you responsible for them? And I turned around and looked, and they're like hugging each other. And I was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, nah, let me in. Let me in. So we went in. And um, we, we had a good time. We played craps. And um, Pilak's uh, ID, like, didn't work. Oh, yeah, because my wallet broke the ID. Yeah. And, and they, it was out of state. And, and it wouldn't swipe. It was, it was out of state, so they had to swipe it. And it was, like, taped together over the magnetic strip. And uh, it was cracked right on my birthday. So, I had that problem with an ID. Yeah. But they let you in, like, the other door. Actually, you- there was one person who was, like, from the same state and looked at the ID and was like, look, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to peel this tape off and swipe it. And if it goes through, you walk through that door. Don't leave until you're ready to go. (laughs) And he like peeled the tape and swiped it. And like the bottom half of the ID started to break, but it dinged. And I walked through the door. I mean, like I was, I was well over 20, do you have to be 21 to gamble or 18 in Pennsylvania? 21. I don't even, I don't even know. Because it's a bar, too. It's, so like, you have uh, to be 21. Like we were all obviously over 21 at that point. Oh, yeah. Well over 21. Well, but except for the young man in the black shirt. Except for the young man in the black shirt. He was like, literally, I think he was 22. He might have like just been barely 21. So I think that the reason that they were hesitant to let me in is that I was behind your brother in line. And they were like... These idiots are wasted. Yeah, you were guilty. Yeah, you were kind of guilty. <laughs> yeah, by like a little guilty by association. But mm. but we um so fast forward and remember we played uh, blackjack for a hundred dollars or not blackjack a uh, roulette for like a hundred dollars a spin. You did. Well, <laughs> well, my buddy <laughs> Royal Wee. <laughs> well, my my buddy Brian was like he's like oh let's do red for a hundred. I was like ah fuck it whatever. And then it hit. And I was like, okay, this is great. He's like, you want to do it again? He's like, yeah, but let's do black this time. And I was like, you're a psycho. <laughs> I was like, but I just want a hundred bucks. Let's do it. So then I moved it over to black, and then it hit. And he was just like, what do you think? One more time. And I was like, 
I would Wait, like. I was like letting. It I would rise. like to describe. No, 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 no. We just we just bet a hundred and okay. then we won a hundred. Like one. when you won nothing you more didn't put terrifying. Two hundred then on black. Did you? No, no, no. Just one hundred. Okay, okay. We bet one hundred uh, three times. There's nothing more terrifying than watching Mike D win money while gambling. <laughs> Because, <laughs> well, we already because, did what we normally do with the winnings. Because before we got his there. goal is never to leave the casino with more money than he has started with, <laughs> regardless of the intake at the highest point of the winnings on That's the night. Very accurate. That's very accurate. I've and seen so, it. as seen it as the chips pile up, you just go, oh, well, oh man. Of the night. <laughs> <laughs> like like the one I was like, oh man. Mike is cleaning up at the poker table, and I haven't even had dinner. This is going to be a rough night. Uh, oh, yeah, that's when we were at the strip club in West Virginia. I decorated the Cathedral of Learning that night. We were driving on we're driving down Fifth Avenue past like, I don't feel good. And then we like this that rando Ethan. Ethan yeah. Sandwich. We can use his real name because he was weird enough. That probably isn't even his real name. <laughs> I think Ethan drove and he like pulled over. If you're weird, Pat gets out of the car. can use your name. Well, Pat gets out of the car. <laughs> and he's just like walking in circles. And we're like, Pat, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, he's just like. <laughs> just like you yeah, I remember you're like standing there like with this like this stance. And it was just like all over the place. And then Dale's like. Dale's like banging on the side of the door. He's like, hey, get in the car. We're going to go to jail. <laughs> he was correct. <laughs> yeah, so we, Wiser yeah. words have never been said by Dale. Uh, but that was... Uh, Mistakes. Poor, poor decisions were made that evening. So Simon and Dominic weren't allowed into the casino, so they had to like go back to the house. And I think we gave everybody like the address to Jaime's house because everybody was just going to sleep there. They brought like a bunch of like air mattresses or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh so we get back to the house my like, mom picked me up from that house the next morning that was fun <laughs> this is okay that'll make this this part of this will make the punchline even better so um this my is like a Las like, Vegas party movie where it's like you guys get in the casino and then the other two jokers can't get in so they go off on their own adventure and then you cut to them every now and then uh, doing something stupid or whatever so uh like Dominic is like sleeping in like a bar like on a bar stool just because he wouldn't like take a nap. I think he was worried like if he fell asleep first that people were going to like fuck with him or whatever. But we get back and like everybody's pretty much passed out or whatever. Um, Simon and I go home the next day and um, I call up Jaime and you know I just said thanks for having us over. And they're like he's like um yeah, I don't know how to tell you this, but your buddy Simon like took a human shit underneath our deck. At like 3 a.m. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What? And he's like, he's like, yeah. Like, I, I, like, like I, I, I'd like to ask. Under that I'd like to ask for some clarification. When you say he took a human shit, do you mean like he was a human that took a shit, or he took a shit that was the size of a human? <laughs> no, he goes. Like, yeah, I asked. Uh, I asked Jaime for a few more clarifications. And he's like, no, your buddy took a giant shit under our deck and then left it there and then drove you back to Maryland. <laughs> so for the longest time, like, because that was 2012, and, uh, you know, Simon and I have been buddies for a while. Uh, you know, we come up here, we, like, tell stories or whatever, and Jaime's like, oh, yeah, I was, just, I was your buddy, like, the one who shits under decks. Like, 
I was like, oh, you mean Simon? He was like, yeah, yeah, Simon. The deck like, shitter, yeah. He was like, yeah, how's he doing or whatever. So fast forward a few years, and I'm retelling the story just like I'm telling it to you guys now. And uh, Dominic is in the room, and Dominic's like, oh, dude, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> like 36 months later. <laughs> Dominic was like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I fucking took a shit. He was like, I had to go. We couldn't get in the house. Because, the, like you said, they went off on their own adventure. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so they weren't allowed in the casino. And then they were too stupid to get inside of the house because it was all locked. Because he got back there a I little bit earlier. I just imagine them going on some big Harold and Kumar adventure <laughs> outside the casino and making it back at the end. Like, I got to take a shit. Hold on. Yeah, like, yeah. Dominic was like, oh, yeah, dude, that was me. We were pissing under that deck, but that's, that's different than yeah. taking a shit. <laughs> it's very and, different. And that's probably like, oh, man. They're locked out of the house like, for how good long? fertilizer. Don't how worry about it. How long were they there? Like, Pelex said you were at the, at the casino for like three days. So they were just like hanging out on the patio for that long? Well, it was like people kept trickling back. I feel like I almost missed my cousin's wedding because <laughs> we were at the casino for so long. Yeah, I, the, the the whole casino thing was just like a total blur because I remember because it was Labor Day weekend, so my cousin got married on Sunday, so I was able to go to the the bachelor party, and I, I like I don't know I I feel like I might have been there till 2013, like just <laughs> time in the casino combined with the alcohol consumed like had a dilating factor. At one point, I felt like it was 5:30 in the morning and college football was still on. I was very confused. Well, it was weird because like it, it probably wasn't five thirty in the morning. So like when you go to a strip club, it's like they kind of break it up. Like okay, there's ladies, they arrive, do the thing, and then they go. And then like another one comes. But like when you order like entertainment out, like come out, it's like they're there for like ninety minutes, and they want all of your money, like all of the money that you have, <laughs> like not on your person, but like they want your credit cards, they want like everything. Yes. But they showed up for, like, the first, like, 20 or 30 minutes, and, you know, like, everybody's having fun, and everybody brought, like, because everybody knew what was going on. Everybody brought, like, some singles, and, like, they were giving them out. And then it was, like, everybody kind of, like, ran out of cash on hand, and they still had, like, 45 minutes left. And then it just got to the point where, like, hey, like, we want to go out on the deck. Like, just, like, just just hang out. Just, like, relax. And I remember sitting there, because they had, like, a giant buffet of, like, all this bar food. And I was sitting there... Like in line eating some like chicken tenders, and I, I wasn't like hammer blast, but I was kind of drunk. But I just remember seeing like the strippers. Give me a big taste. <laughs> I just remember seeing the strippers like running around like the upstairs deck, and then like a couple of randos. It probably wasn't Jaime, but we'll just say Jaime was like chasing them. Like people were just like, like chasing tag. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they were like running around, and they're like they're topless, running around the gateway clipper, and I was just like crushing. Like ranch covered chicken tenders, Playboy Mansion or some shit. And I was like, I was like, man, this is pretty fun. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking weird. The shit is getting weird on the Clipper. What I remember is at that point in time, another attendee of the party was dating a relative of mine. Jaime. Jaime was. was Jaime. Jaime's brother. No, Jaime. Jaime was like, oh. so. You're going to tell your cousin about this, are you? <laughs> Not the cousin that was getting married. Different cousin. Different cousin, right. <laughs> Classic Jaime. I was like, no, you're good. You're good. That was around the same time. Oh. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So what I tried to tell Jack was that if he's going to do a bash party, you do like, just I do it like, like, make it, <laughs> like, make it like intense. 
like you know for a short amount of time. But he he was kind of excited because he wants apparently to burn it, out and to fade away. Oh, that's um, Def Leppard. That's, that's Neil Young. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the beginning of uh, Rock of Ages. That's what he says. Oh, it's a Neil Young song. Well, that I, I'm going to. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying it is in the <laughs> other one. But yeah, so um, Jack wants to ride in one of those like little uh, jet packs that have the uh, the hoses going yeah. to the water. You should yeah. inform and him that the goal is not to die. I've seen many a video where the thing just spins upside down and shoots you underwater. Like really? Yeah. 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 And they got to get the jet pack off just to get back up. I've seen many a video like that. Did you ever see George Clooney's Tomorrowland where he's like the kid on the jetpack? It does that, like in real life. I didn't see that one. That's okay, nobody has. I saw That's The Rocketeer. Like, yeah! Like, no. <laughs> yeah, The Rocketeer. Somebody was saying that they're making a lot of, a lot of advances, like with the jetpack. Like like with the, using the new uh, lithium-ion batteries and everything. So like, it could be like a real thing. Like I'm commuting to Pittsburgh. Like as soon as I move here, I have to commute to Pittsburgh. Right. Could you imagine I'd be like, "Hey, Mike, whoa, check me out, look at me go." There's a guy. Work, there's a guy working on an Iron Man suit, like like a, a legit one, like a legit like Iron Man. Suit. Isn't it Elon Musk? Doesn't he think he's actually Tony Stark? I mean, he's like like Tony Stark in real life, but he's not making like Iron Man suits, as far as we know. As far as, as far know. as we know, yeah. But like there's this dude. It runs for like ten seconds, and then it doesn't work after that. But dude's got like. Millions upon millions of dollars to throw, just to throw at it. So, so I think for any of this bullshit to actually work, I think the big uh, ticket item and scientists correct me if I'm wrong is if they can figure out how to basically turn solar power into like real energy, like in a very, 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 very efficient manner. What? Like, like if they could do that, then like everything, anytime the sun is out, it would be like. Monsters Inc. When the kids well, laughing, I mean, like, it's like everything would just be like very in a very general sense at this point in time. You talk about like an electric car being more efficient than, or you know, better for the environment than uh, a regular combustion engine. But then you plug your electric car into the wall, and the the electricity comes from a coal power plant, right? So like, it's not. But so so you're so like the big picture goal is to find a more efficient source of fuel, whether it's a hydrogen fuel cell or more efficient solar energy, because like it, it doesn't really help that much to plug a Tesla into the wall and use the power plant from your fossil fuel power plant. Well, unless the power plant is nuclear, unless the power plant is nuclear, but everybody's terrified of nuclear power plants like that nuclear power would be. The answer to a lot of the questions, but people are generally scared of nuclear power plants. It burns clean. It just if it doesn't melt down, then we're golden. Right. Yeah, Tesla but, just put in a bunch of those charging stations at the Sheets and Hermitage. I've never <laughs> seen one Tesla. I can't. In the there Valley. is they one get, Tesla in uh, New Wilmington. There is one. It might be like in the outskirts. Probably a professor. <laughs> No, no. Okay. Um, I, I'm not sure who it is, but there is one. But, like, yeah, I can't imagine there's more than one. I've never seen a car in like, well, the, in, Mercer, in, like, the Mercer County, Lawrence County area. I can't well, that, they get they get, like, a tax credit or a subsidy. That's the only reason they have them. There's a Tesla dealership in Wexford. Right. So, realistically, people could 
have them here. Yeah, and like uh, I have a buddy that lives in Wexford that always talks about buying one and won't do it. But like I think people in Wexford do drive them. They are incredibly expensive. Oh, was it uh, San Jose? Yeah, they're like 100 grand, aren't they? Yeah. And, and, I mean, you, you, they have to be local car, right? Like, you couldn't drive a Tesla to Myrtle Beach because you would have to plot your route the whole way down to find where to charge it, right? Like, you'd have to, like, you can't just and drive. And that's their goal. Realistically, they want to. Just... Oh, right, right. But, like, at this point, the infrastructure isn't there right. to refuel your completely electric car in the same way. That you would refuel your gas. I went car. to San Jose this summer. They were everywhere. You went to Walmart, Walgreens, whatever place you stopped in, the parking lots had them. the tech capital of the world. That's why. That's why. We're like yeah. thirty or forty years away from just seeing self-driving cars on the regular on the road. I saw a self-driving yep. Uber in Pittsburgh when I was there. Yeah. How's that coming along? Weren't they like giving out free rides if you got in? Like there was self-driving Uber. There was a lot. So the problem is, is that Uber, like, got in good with the city and then raided Carnegie Mellon's computer science and engineering department, and then everybody got mad at them. So they were, like, much less willing to work with them. Like, Uber said that they were going to come in and work with Carnegie Mellon. And they were doing the brain rape? Th- no, they then they just hired all of Carnegie Mellon's professors off of their faculty to work directly for Uber. So instead of, like putting money into CMU and oh, helping like further, you know, cause, cause at this point Pittsburgh is like medical research and university driven and technology driven. But then when you come in and start stealing from the universities and the city was less willing to be friendly. Well, what about uh, Amazon? Do you think Amazon's going to come to Pittsburgh? I, have, I don't know. They're in the running, but I, I think yeah. it's a long shot. I do. But uh, uh, having come from Baltimore, I heard that Baltimore was, in the running, I feel like every city, every, like every, they, every city that thinks that their shit doesn't stink, they started out everybody. with so many, and Youngstown was on the list. Yeah, but they keep like shortening and shorting. Like Youngstown I, was eliminated. Oh fuck! Yeah. I feel I like I'd love for them to put it in Youngstown. I feel That'd like be great. Your house would like double your property value. Yeah, would, like, but it double. got eliminated. So. I feel like oh, wow. Pittsburgh is a pretty good candidate because Pittsburgh is like slowly becoming recognized as city of champions. Well, Pittsburgh has always been city champion. Like, what's what's that? But like, Pittsburgh is becoming more and more associated with like championships with with that with that type of technology and that type of research and the culture of winning. And and, and like, to wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. (laughs) To this point, it's probably cheaper to rent buildings in Pittsburgh than it is like for now until it becomes. Well, that's the biggest thing. I mean, the low cost of living. I mean, dude, so we went to lunch. Um, so I was new guy on the campus this week uh, when I transferred jobs. And they're like, yeah, you want to go to lunch? We'll get some tacos. And I was like, okay, cool. So we walk down the stairs, go across the street to like a bar. It's like a bar like Mad Max. And we walk in there and they're like, oh, it's Build Your Own Tacos. I think it was called Condados. I love those places. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking yeah. sweet. And I was like, I was like, how's Eadies this work? Mongolian barbecue. Oh, I was like, how's this work? I've never been to one. They're like, yeah, just fill it out. We usually get a nacho and then we get a taco. It's pretty good. And I was like, I had no idea how much this shit was going to cost. Pretty much, because I didn't read the menu. I just ticked the boxes, and gave it to them, <laughs> and then uh, they gave me the bill, and it was six fifty, six dollars and yeah. fifty cents. It was like cheaper 
than Chipotle. I had gone to Jimmy John's the day before, mm-hmm. and that shit was eleven dollars. Wow! And I was Pit- like, "This is unreal." Pittsburgh it- is cheaper than Durham for sure. Like, Durham has a similar, you know, graduate like grad student slash university medical research type culture, and Pittsburgh is cheaper than Durham. So, in in terms of in terms of living. I think Pittsburgh would be a good place. That's that's why I was, is it like right? This is the like this is the point that it's a, it would be a good thing for Pittsburgh. And, Definitely, but and like, Pittsburgh is a good place for it. The other cities I've seen that were in the like favorites to get it were like Chicago, Boston, and Atlanta. I heard like, Austin. I heard Austin is like really high. I'm sure Austin's high on the list. Yeah. Austin Austin, because they the thing is because they need like fifty thousand. They want like fifty thousand employees. Yeah, I think that's an fifty thousand. There's only three hundred and fifty thousand people. Yeah, but Pittsburgh's a weird because of the way the suburbs are set up. Like, there's more people. You know, Pittsburgh in the city limits. There's a mil- you can get a million yeah. people if you count in the city them. limits. Pittsburgh is the same size as Cranberry, but like the city limits in Pittsburgh are relatively small because it's geographically limited by the rivers. But even even greater Pittsburgh area, I think only boasts around four hundred thousand people. No, the greater Pittsburgh area is two million. Million. It's two million. It's two million. Yeah. So what is, is two, what is like it, one million? It's 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 two, like two million. It goes out. Right, we need a reference. Is the internet working? Look, so, what, what, what what do you call greater? You mean Cranberry? Yeah, that's South that's Hills? considered part of the greater Pittsburgh. That's area. considered greater yeah. Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, stuff that I read that was like quote unquote greater Pittsburgh area didn't go all the way up to uh, up to Cranberry. So I mean, it's like we count Shenango Township. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I see. It'll be weird. I don't know how this is going to work. Newcastle, is Newcastle. I, I think that Newcastle, in when Newcastle was in its heyday, Newcastle was like the end of the suburbs because it was like New Pittsburgh. Yeah, but which like is south of Newcastle. I, it, I, I think now, like Zealianople is not really a suburb of Pittsburgh, right? Get out of Zeely. But Zeely is really close to Cranberry and Wexford. If you go on, I know, right. but. In terms of when, so like my point of reference is calculating market size for sports teams, right? So like from the perspective of Major League Baseball, there are 2 million people in the Pittsburgh area. That watch baseball or that exist? That like the market size for Pittsburgh is 2 million. So what's the market size for Cleveland? A little bit Cleveland. Well, because Cleveland as a city, I think, is actually has more people than Probably, Pittsburgh. but like Pittsburgh. The city itself. Right, but Pittsburgh, the city. Are you talking about greater Cleveland area versus greater? The greater Pittsburgh. Cleveland area, I think, has slightly fewer people, even if the city of Cleveland has more people than the city of Pittsburgh. Okay, that I will agree with. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's yeah, Right, so, so like, but like, when you think about, if, you, if Amazon wants to hire 50,000 people, if that's the number. Like you have to include Cranberry because that's where those like where else are those people going to live, right? There's there's space. So for many the, people that work West in Middlesex. There's <laughs> space for those people in Cranberry and Wexford and Zelian Opal, where like the the city of Pittsburgh is geographic. Like there are rivers there. There's not that much space in the city of Pittsburgh. No, right, right, right. right. So that's why like it's misleading. And the the city that tries to troll Pittsburgh on population all the time is Toledo. They constantly redraw their boundaries so that the population of Toledo is slightly higher than the population of Pittsburgh. But, like, Toledo and Pittsburgh are not the same size city. 
Right. Well, yeah, they're not even fucking close. Right. Who the hell gives a shit about a mudhead? Uh, we got the buckos. My grandfather was a large... I mean, he grew up outside of Toledo, but that was like... When he passed away, one of the first lines in his obituary was he was a Toledo Mudhens fan. Oh, I didn't mean to offend. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, feel like I just <laughs> wanted to make you feel a little... Well, that went, uh, went a little dark. <laughs> yeah. I just... All right, well, all right, well, I watched the how the states got their shapes on the History Channel. You guys ever watched that? got their shapes. It was so great. The so, Ohio River. There was a that's actual, what I, like, <laughs> shots fired war between Ohio and Michigan. Over Toledo. Over Toledo. Yes. <laughs> it was, like, the coolest thing ever. It, is, it was the only war fought between two states entirely independent of the Civil War. Yes. Yeah. It was, like, incredible. <laughs> and the government had to step in. They're like, okay, okay. We're going to settle this. It's just Toledo. Okay. <laughs> they were like, Ohio. Oh, cut the baby in half. No, you can have it. All right, Michigan. They, you get all the cars. No, no, they, you're close. You're close. They went in and said, Ohio, you can have Toledo. But Michigan, I know this is weird, but we're going to give you this part up here that nobody cares about. That's, that's why your state is so fucking crazy. So they got the Upper Peninsula, the which Uber. is probably better than Toledo. So I think they made out. I'll tell you what, man, we were out in uh, Duluth uh, for, I don't know, is Meredith's sister, is that, that's my sister-in-law, right? Yes. Yeah, that is my yeah. sister-in-law. Yeah. My sister-in-law's wedding, um, they got married in an aquarium, like in Duluth, and they had this really cool, like, little mock system set up with, like, all the locks. I'm not looking up what state Duluth is in right now. Minnesota, right? Minnesota. Okay. No, this pissed me off. So we stayed in the hotel across the street from the fucking Duluth Trading Company. You see all those commercials? Oh, yeah. Underwear. And they eat the pants and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And we were right across the street. I was like, Meredith, I want to go there. And then we never got a chance to go there. And I was so fucking pissed. It was a total shit show. I don't want to go into too many details. But just just basically, Meredith was like, my sister's getting married. I'm going to black out. And Winifred is here, so you're going to go back to the hotel and watch Toy Story four times in a row. And I was like, okay, this sounds like a great fucking trip. Toy Story 1? One. One. One, and it was totally pixelated. Winifred have noticed if you put Toy Story 2 on. We didn't have it. See, that's the thing. We had this, we, So what we did, uh, quick sidebar, we took all of our movies that you this... have hanging up on your wall, and we burned them illegally. You can edit this. <laughs> We burned them onto a. Uh, <laughs> we burn we burn them all onto a hard drive, and then we hooked up to Plex. I don't know if you ever heard about Plex, but Plex is basically like a little cloud system. So you can access all yeah. your movies. Yeah, it's a stolen movie server. Yeah, mm -hmm. go on. So we only had Toy Story <laughs> one, but here's the thing: I, we, we were hooked up to the hotel internet, so I had to like change the resolution to like total garbage. So it was like watching the Pong version. Of like Woody and Buzz Lightyear, it was like, like almost get run like watching was... Toy Story played through a Nintendo. Listen, yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> that's that's 1997 Pixar. It, it in itself is kind of sketchy to the day. So five ninety five. Yeah, because they just celebrated a twenty year anniversary. Well, it's 1995 Pixar. That kind of that computer graphics was a par at Not, best. Par they to don't Midland. look as impressive now. As we thought it did then. Every kid had the same face. Sid and Andy were the same kid. If you go back and watch, pay attention. They used one face for all the kids at the birthday party. They're all like eerily the same. Mike, can you validate that as somebody who's watched Toy Story? 
I'm trying to think. Well, they all had, they all had different T-shirts on. That was the different thing. T- different colored T-shirts. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with Scott about the contents yeah. of a Disney related movie. So so anyway so anyway we were um we we're in Duluth and it was at this uh, the Duluth Aquarium and it was really cool. It was actually a very very fun time. But they had this like little mock up of all the locks and they explained to you um to so the Iron Range in Minnesota basically. All the like, almost all the bullets that were fired in like World War II like came out of Minnesota. So, what it's like? Okay, how do you get from Wait, Minnesota to the, the American fuck? bullets? Right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> for, for clarification. So it's like, so how do you get all these bullets like from like a landlocked like from Minnesota all the way out to like the East Coast? And they they did this with like this unique system of like locks. That they have set up like through all the Great Lakes, and it was actually like really, really cool. It was pretty interesting. No, uh, my uncle is a captain, and he's never done this, but it's on his bucket list. There is a way that you could be in the Atlantic Ocean and go through like the St. Lawrence Seaway and yeah. get into the Great Lakes. Yeah, go through all the Great Lakes, come down the Mississippi River, and get to the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, no, that's it, a, it's, it's a thing. No, well, well, that's what I'm saying. That thing that you just described, yes. they had it mocked up, and Winifred was going fucking berserk. And she was like soaking wet, so because it was like like a, a pool, and they like you like close the locks, you open the locks, and you like get a little get your little boat, and like all the kids were going nuts. Winifred Granted, the it navigator. was it was fucking fifteen degrees out, and Winifred is like soaked, okay, because she's like playing with water. And we go outside. By the time she walked from the outside door into the limo, this part was cool. Um, we like got into this limo, like her shit was like frozen. Like, the movie, like, her actual, like, dress was, like, kind of, like, like extraordinarily brutal and, like, yes. totally frozen. And uh, she was really cold and she was crying. And I was like, I fucking hate this place. God damn it. It was, it was 15 degrees, but you didn't mention that it was July because it's Minnesota. <laughs> and that's how it is there. Uh, no, it was, um, sorry, this all took place December 15th, 2015. I was making a joke that <laughs> Minnesota is always, always cold. fucking cold. Always yes. cold. Oh, always cold, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So the states get their shapes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that was kind of neat. What about you went to Alaska too, didn't you recently? Yeah, we did go to Alaska. So after my sister in law got married, they moved up to Alaska and they live in Fairbanks. And uh, Meredith and I went out there in June. We went out there in June, and we were actually just telling some people about this story uh, yesterday. How we went fishing. So it's kind of cool. Like, okay, hey. We're in Alaska. We're going to go, like, fishing, okay? And they're like, yeah, salmon are all, like, swimming upstream. It's going to be fucking awesome. Like, let's go do this. And we're thinking, like, total wilderness. Like, okay, we're going to go fishing, like, out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And we show up to this campsite. I'm not even kidding you. It was like a NASCAR tailgate. (laughs) It was fucking beer cans everywhere. There's garbage everywhere. There's, like, a million white dudes. Like a Kenny Chesney concert. It was, yes, yes, yeah. Kenny Chesney concert is is a very, very accurate description. And you're, like, nuts to butts with your rod and reel. Like, the four of us all, like, centered around this table. And it's, like... Imagine this, and there's one fucking fish in the water, and everybody wants it. Did you get it? I did not. <laughs> I did not get the fish. But it was just kind of cool because, like, way, 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 way out in the distance, it was, like, these, like, giant mountain range, okay? And then there was, like, this, like, perfectly blue sky, and then they had, like, all these, like, like 
Bob Ross. It was like just perfect yeah. little cirrus clouds, and uh, there was like these bald eagles swimming around, and like just like look up above like hat level, and you're like, oh my god, this is like the most beautiful place on earth. And then you look down, and it's like a fucking Kenny Chesney tailgate, <laughs> like in the north side. And you're like, oh my god, like whose fucking beer can is that? Why is there garbage? Then there's like. It's weird because it's all glacial. So the water is like 32 and a half degrees. It's like just above freezing. Right. And there's these douchebags like riding their boats like up the middle. So like the way the channel works is it's like probably six inches deep. So say it's uh, 80 feet wide. It's like six inches deep except for like the middle maybe 20 feet. And it's like 85 feet deep. I feel like I learned this playing the Yukon Trail as a child. Yeah, well, it's pretty. Don't crazy. move your boat to the side of the river; you will die. Well, I was, I was like, well, why don't we walk to the other side? That guy caught a fish, and they're like, you can't walk to the other side. I was like, why not? Six inches deep. I see the rocks. They're like, yeah. And and the water is like ripping, and a lot of people come fish at this spot because it necks down, and there's like a a bridge that kind of goes over top. And um, Meredith's sister's husband, who I don't think is my brother-in-law, he is. Yes, my brother-in-law. <laughs> He was like, dude, like, you got to stay up, like, all night to catch fish. He's like, because they don't move around until, like, 3 a.m. Okay, so we were there, like, right around the solstice. No, it's always daylight, too, right? Well, well that's, that's what it's I'm getting to. Yeah. yeah, so it is, like, 10, 30, 11, and it feels like happy hour. It feels like 5 p.m. It's, like, not even a... Uh, I've always wanted to go and do, like, the 24 hours with no... Seems like it would be an experience. I just wanted to drink the whole time. Like no, no. Well, that's the thing. It's like really, really weird because it never really gets like kind of like dusk, but you could still see. Yeah. Like like everything everywhere, and then um, it's kind of neat because the way that they know that fish are coming is they have all these like little salmon stations and they know when they're swimming, and then people like do the math. So they're like, oh, well, like they hit this station this time, so they should be here like around on this time. This place was like I said, it was just fucking packed. And the way it works is there's, like, so many fish there that you don't, like, catch the fish. You, like, pull them out of the water. They call it, like, flossing. So you use, like, a fly rod with, like, a regular uh, jig hook on there. And the whole trick is, like, you throw it out there and you're supposed to, like, pull the fish out. Because the fish, they just swim with their mouth open. So they just, like, swim right into They're it. They're supposed to, like, swim right into it. Or if you don't swim, like, the one guy who actually caught one just, like, janked it off the side. But but the thing was is somebody did the math wrong, and there were no fucking fish in the river. And I was like, "This is fun. You know, it was cool. We really enjoyed it. We had a great time." But my brother-in-law, he stayed up all night. I'm not even kidding you. And he caught. Uh, you're only allowed to catch three fish. He caught three fish at like 3:45 a.m. And Meredith and I went to bed at like 3 a.m. because our lines like got busted and we didn't want to like redo our lines or what have you. It's called fishing, not catching, Mike. I wanted to fucking catch something. Actually, I didn't want to catch something. I wanted to watch. No, and it was cool because when we got there, there were, like, people catching stuff. And that was actually really cool because in the middle of, like, the, the river area, they have, uh, like, this giant wooden board where, like, everybody does their flaying and everything. And they, like, throw up all the uh, – they throw up all the pieces and they're, like, all these bald eagles that, like, kind of – like, so you, like, hang out, like, feeding bald eagles. Which I was like, oh my god, this place is fucking great. Like, this is going to be awesome. And then we didn't catch shit. Well, hey. Thanks for coming on, guys. Episode 100. Episode 100. One fucking hundred. Yes. So, let me get real. Get real for a second here. Adam. Sorry. Gonna get emotional. 
Don't touch so, his leg. <laughs> so I just want to say to the to the people out there listening, it's it's amazing how many people actually listen. Like when we started doing this a hundred episodes ago, we just did it for like a hobby, you know, just for something fun to do. We always said from episode one till now, we said, hey, if nobody listened, we would still do it because we enjoy it. So I just want to say thank you to the people out there who actually listen to us. The people from all over, Canada, California, Texas, Oklahoma, Florida, people who just randomly listen to us. I mean, we checked the stats the one time. There was like people from like Indonesia listening. Like, what the there, fuck? There's a couple that were overseas. The Philippines. Out, like, so. what? I'm pretty sure Pat and I can never apply for a real government job. Nope. Ever. Ever. Yeah. So, <laughs> don't really want a government job. <laughs> so, I just want to say thank you guys for listening and tuning in to us. Uh, we're going to keep doing it. If you guys keep listening, that would be great. Adam. Sir. Tell the people how they can get a hold of For Your Distraction, would you? Uh, we have an email, fordistraction at gmail.com. Email us. Uh, social medias, we are at Twitter and Facebook. Search for Distraction at Podcast FYD. SoundCloud, search for Distraction. We're also on iTunes as well. Rate us, like us, share us with your friends, write a comment. The only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Get over to brelnetwork.com or search uh, Movie Guys Podcast on Podbean. We're on there as well. That is kind of like our, I guess you would call it our hub for the Be Real Network. Is on there. Um, yeah. It's a beer of the show, Scott. Let's take the, the beer. A big thank you to the Platform Beer Company in Cleveland, Ohio. This is the new Cleveland Palesner. Uh, good stuff. I'm a big fan of this beer, so thank Three you guys. Three out of four podcasters left it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Three out of four podcasters approved this One beer. One out of four would only drink it while getting head. <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, I think you want to recalibrate your scale. <laughs> four out of four. <laughs> Will. Drink it. <laughs>